The Law of Solid Ground. Trust is the foundation of leadership. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about, we're continuing talking about the 21 Laws of Leadership. In this particular uh, lesson, we're going to talk about the Law of Solid Ground, how trust is the foundation of leadership. We're going to look at the book of Judges, the 13th chapter through 16. We're not going to read that all, of course. We're going to talk a little bit about a man named Samson and uh, some things that he could have done different in order to use and be use the gifts God had given him and make a lasting influence on God's people. You know, a leader's history of success and failures makes or breaks his credibility. And we need to realize that, you know, as leaders, uh, we're going to have times that we uh, miss it. And um, to build trust, a leader must exemplify three qualities. The first one is competence. That is being able to be competent in what you're doing, know what you're doing, connection, connecting with your people. And then one of the biggest one, and if you'll, if you'll realize that in most of these laws, when we talk about leadership and influencing others, we talk a lot about character. And that's the third one. And you know, I, I like what John Maxwell says in his Bible. He says that um, people will, will forgive occasional mistakes based on ability, especially if they can see that you're still growing as a leader, but they won't trust someone who slips in character. In that area, even occasional lapse, lapses are lethal. No leader can break trust with his people and expect to keep influencing them. Trust makes leadership possible. And it's the foundation of leadership, trust. You know, you're going to influence people only when you can, when they trust you. And, uh, you know, sometimes it takes a little while to gain somebody's trust. And this week we're going to look a little bit about Samson. You know, Samson could have possibly been one of uh, Israel's greatest leaders. And instead he turned out to be one of the worst. And, you know, you think about it, somebody that was so gifted, that had the mark of God so much on their life, Yet they turned out and they, they, they didn't run their race uh, the way God had um, in, you know, intended for them to do. So let's like, look a little bit about uh, signs of leaders in trouble. You know, leaders who erode the solid ground of trustworthy leadership usually exhibit one or more of the following signs. Leaders in trouble. So number one is they fail to address glaring character weaknesses. Um, this is a big one. You know, we all have things in our character that we need to work on you know some have um, um, you know we, we come to the Lord we uh, our spirit man is made brand new when we when we accept Christ in our life and then our spirit man is is brand new but yet you know that the Bible says in Romans that we're to renew our mind uh, we're to continually build our faith we're continually to work on who we are uh, Paul even says in Romans that he glories in tribulation because it builds character and the point is this, is that you and I, um, our faith will be tried, our character will be tried. You know, when we go through adverse situations, that's when we find out what our character is all about. And Samson, you know, he struggled with sexual immorality and purity. You know, um, he asked for a pagan wife. Uh, he slept with prostitutes. Um, and, you know, we know that Delilah ultimately destroyed him. And, you know, anytime a, a leader neglects to um, repair his character flaws, they worsen. Now, think about that. Because we all, like, again, we're, we're all working. We're work in progress. And when we have character flaws, we need to work on that. You know, the Bible says in, in Psalms 1, uh, 119, uh, David said, How can a young man cleanse his way? 
It says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. In other words, he began to take God's word and hide it in his heart that would protect him and help him with safeguard. It would shore up that area that when when adversity came or when temptation came, he was not going to give in to that temptation. And, you know, there's a couple of different ways. I want to say this. There's Number one is if we're going to address our character weaknesses, uh, I'll give you two things real fast. Number one is get the Word of God in, in that situation. Meditate on that Scripture. Memorize that Scripture. Let that Scripture get inside you. And when adversity comes, when temptation comes, that will rise up in you. The second one is, is get an accountability partner. Get somebody that loves you for you, that will pray for you, that will hold you accountable, that will help you work on that character issue. Another one was, um, you know, leaders in trouble, they count on deception to safeguard themselves. People who flirt with disobedience also deceive others to protect themselves. Samson liked using riddles to outwit others. He didn't tell the whole truth, which later led to distrust and betrayal. So, in other words, what they do is they they tell half-truths to protect themselves. You know, leaders that, uh, um, you know don't have that foundation of trust and they lose trust is number one is they they don't address the character issues but then they begin to um, deceive others in order to protect themselves one of the things i found is that a lot of times people will um, point to others and say this is you know they're messed up or they're you know something's wrong with them and the reality is is what they're pointing out is really what's going on in their own lives so Another one is they act impulsively. Uh, Time after time, Samson displayed his impetuosity. He chose his wife rashly. He made wagers without thinking. And more than once, his impulsive spirit led him into a bloody battle. A leader who cannot control his temper endangers both himself and others. A leader who who cannot control his temper endangers both himself and others. Samson made a lot of poor decisions and it's important that as leaders that we um, we don't act impulsively but we we make decisions based on God's word we spend time with God we consult with God we consult with others if we have to but we make decisions based on God's word based on what God speaks to us we don't act impulsively another one is um, they're overcome leaders are overcome by an area of weakness a sin eventually consumes anyone who gives it free reign. Samson met his match in Delilah. The deceiver was deceived, the seducer seduced. He lost a dangerous game and it cost him everything. They overcome in areas of weaknesses. And you know, here's the deal is if you are constantly, um, if you have a pet sin and you're constantly, um, you, you, you know, it's kind of a cycle. Israel had the cycle as well is they would sin, they would repent, they would sin, they would go into bondage, they would repent, they'd be free, and then they'd sin again, and it was a big cycle. Well, that's the way a lot of people are today. Uh, They'll sin, they'll give in to temptation. Being tempted is not a sin, but you need to realize the Bible says that we sin when we give in to our temptations. So when we have a temptation and we give in to that, that's when it becomes sin. And we're all going to be tempted. But we need to, again, shore up that area um, that whenever adversity comes, we'll be able to uh, fight that battle. Um, They misuse their God-given gifts. Samson possessed immense strength and a godly anointing, but he took both for granted. 
Many times Samson exploited his God-given gift intended for the deliverance of his people for personal revenge. When a leader misuses God's gifts, serious consequences inevitably flow. And you now I want to say this, you know, God gives us all gifts. Um, I know people that will um, prophesy doom over people if they don't agree with them. Uh, that's spiritual witchcraft. Uh, Samson was much like that as he would take his gift and he would use it only whenever he, uh, he misused that gift. And a lot of times God will show us things in other people, um, but it's not for us to uh, pronounce doom and gloom. And when you know when you know Christ, that's not going to work on you anyway. Because when you know who Christ is, and you know that God loves you unconditionally, and you know that that there's always a place of repentance with God, then you're not going to give in to that. But he exploited God's given gift. Now here's a, here's the deal: uh, when you have a gift from God, a lot of times things are easier than in that area than in other areas you know um, for instance I, I remember reading a book by Andy Stanley years ago and he said speaking was easy for him so he would wing it he would just kind of he wouldn't prepare he wouldn't um, get as prepared as he could be he didn't work on that gift so he took it for granted and then later on he realized that hey I need to um, staff my weaknesses and build my strengths and a lot of times people will um, because the gift makes things easy they take it for granted and when a leader misuses God's gifts, you know, there, there's consequences that follow. Um, we know, you know, as we've seen in the news throughout the years, people that have misused God's gift or they've used it against other people to manipulate them. And that's not what God wants us to do. So when leaders lose their teachability, um, you know, they lean on their own strength and understanding. Um, unteachable leaders lose touch with God and his people. They lean on their strength and do not seek guidance from God or others. You know, Samson repeatedly used his force, violence to cope with difficulties. When embarrassed at his wedding feast, he killed 30 men. Um, you know, he just would constantly uh, misuse what God had, had given him. And he leaned on his own strength and understanding. Another one is he, he failed to learn from her mistakes. A person's life runs uphill or downhill depending on whether he fails forward or backward you know it's it's a mistake only if you don't learn from it and uh, so you and I are gonna have mistakes in our life and we're not gonna be perfect but when we make those mistakes we have to learn from them and we have to make the necessary changes to where we don't we don't do it again um, they react rather than lead you know good leaders um, are proactive unteachable people almost exclusively react when Samson saw the daughter of Timna he immediately asked for her marriage uh, when his wife married his best friend, he burned down the Philistines' fields. You know, he, uh, he, he, you know, he reacted. And reaction is usually that anger or that uh, snap back, that snappy answer to somebody. Um, we're called to respond, not react. And responding is acting the way God wants us to act. Um, they're easily defeated. Leaders that give in, uh, they aren't teachable. Unteachable people always lose. Even great talent like Samson can take a person only so far. Samson's character flaw left unrepaired because of an unteachable spirit led to moral erosion and unchecked sin, and that led to uh, destruction. So we need to realize that, you know, we um, as leaders, we're always going to be learning. We're always, and that's really what makes leaders uh, stand out from the pack is that they are learning, that they are constantly growing, they're teachable. 
Uh, to build trust, a leader must exemplify competence, connection, and character. Character makes trust possible, and trust makes leadership possible. That is the law of solid ground. So for you and I, we need to realize that uh, we, we have to gain people's trust. And that's being teachable. You know, when, when you mess up as a leader, everybody knows it. You might as well admit it and just move on. It's like, hey, I missed it. I missed the mark. And then, you know, everybody knows anyway. But, but what happens a lot of times, there's a pride issue. People are like, oh, no, I didn't make a mistake. I didn't do that. And then people already know it. And you're losing credibility and you're losing trust from them. John Morley said this, no man can climb out beyond the limitation of his own character. You know, I've said it before, and I'm a true believer of this, that gifts will get you a position, but uh, character will allow you to stay in that position. I've seen it over and over. I I had a friend of mine years ago that he was very gifted. Uh, He was gifted in speaking. He was very charismatic. He was, um, you know, he he had a really ability uh, to put teams together to reach out to people and um but he 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 lacked character he had addictions in his life he lied he wouldn't admit the addictions he was always uh the victim of accusing other people and he would lose position after position because you know his character didn't line up with his gifts and god gives us all you know god is merciful he doesn't want us to fall he doesn't want us to uh you know get out of his will he wants us to be able to lead and we always have to work on our character you know, that's a constant thing of looking at, you know, inside ourselves. And when we look at God's word, God's word is a mirror. We see ourselves in there and we see things we need to change. So I want to encourage you, you know, uh, in order to build trust with people and lead the way God has called you to lead, uh, spend time working on your character and your competence. Spend time working on, on who you are and uh, develop character in a way that... Um, you can accomplish what God has called you to do. I believe all of us have gifts um, in developing that competence is uh, hone in on that gift, um, perfect that gift, master that gift. If it's the gift of speaking, begin to find avenues to where you can grow as a speaker. Uh, if it's administration, administrate the way God has designed for you to do, but perfect that gift and in doing that, work on your character and become men and women of character so we can lead others and be examples for Jesus Christ. Again, I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. I encourage you to go to our website, TonyHenley.org. There's other resources there. You can subscribe. You can look at our blog. There's some videos that are free there. Uh, If you so choose to uh, want to donate, we're a 501c3. This is 2020. It would be my hope that we would be able to uh, bring in some funds to where we'd be able to help some people grow this year. Uh, sponsor some people, uh, work with some homeless people, and um, you know make a difference in our communities. Um, you can also go to Anchor. I, I encourage you, you can uh, uh, subscribe to our podcast. And I just pray that this is a blessing to you. And always remember, God is uh, mad, at, mad about you, not mad at you. Thank you.